Hello and welcome to The Weekly Yes, a podcast where two best friends talk about their joint mission to say yes to life. I am your host, Yaroslav Fjord, and co-host is my bestie, the amazing Kristen Guerin. On today's first episode, following the excitement, we talk about making decisions based on the present moment and not the past, our biggest yes moments of this past year, and I go on a very long, very unnecessary tangent about the CEO of Spanx. Kristen and I have been best friends for over a decade. Most of this relationship has been long distance, and we often joke about how much we talk on a daily basis. I truly believe I talk to her more than I do my own husband. We both talk a lot and think a lot and feel a lot. So there's a lot to process on any given day and it has pretty much been an ongoing decade-long continuous conversation via text, voice memos and the occasional phone call. Recently, we found ourselves at a point in our lives where both of us were feeling the need to say yes more often to say yes to life and discovering what that looks like for each of us. Mildly inspired by the book The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes, we decided to set ourselves a very informal goal to start saying yes more often. In this podcast, we're essentially letting you in on this conversation. You're welcome. And since we're not formally introducing ourselves in this first episode if we ever will, here's a couple of fast facts you should know about us before heading any further. Number 1. We are both performing artists and we first met in theater school in New York City in 2012. Number 2. We are both quite spiritual although neither of us would identify as being religious and we have been on a self-care, self-work, witchy and spiritual journey separately but together since graduation. Number 3. I am originally from Iceland. Kristen is from New York, although she is a world citizen and bounces between living in multiple places around the world. Number 4. We are mildly into astrology and human design and this is interwoven in most of our conversations. For your information, I am a Capricorn and a projector. Kristen is a Pisces and a generator. So armed with these facts and without further ado, I'm going to drop you straight into one of our conversations. Be warned. Things tend to get really scattered, really silly, and really deep. We hope you enjoy. I was reflecting on what we've been talking about for a few days now of this idea of making decisions from a place of what's happening right now as opposed to what's happened in the past or how this has got down before. If you're, you know, for example, I won this, I won a grant a few years ago and never received it, and I bothered them a bunch of times, and I was like, hey, like I still haven't received this money. I won the grant. You guys have been advertising with my uh, my information, but like I never received the money. And I won a- another grant from them a few months ago, and I was hesitant to spend the money until I had the 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 check in my account. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting that like I've been so hesitant to spend that. Why? And I was like, oh, because last time you were burned, and you just and you didn't believe that you would ever actually get the check. I really didn't. It just arrived a couple days ago, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm shocked that this arrived. You know what I mean? And even like I'm I'm starting to look for agents again and starting to to restart my acting career after a few years off and saying, you know, what has happened before with my relationship with agents and folks who maybe aren't a great match, like that just because that's happened in the past doesn't mean it's going to happen this time. So it's mm-hmm. sort of for me getting over that resistance to doing it again and I was like, well, what was that resistance about? It was about past experiences. 
thing, yes, in 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 spite of past experiences saying yes to doing the thing anyway, knowing that this time is different. So I uh went to this cute little bookstore last week and walked into the used book section with no intention of buying any any kind of book. But all of a sudden, randomly, I found myself in the mystical occult section. As you do. As as one does. And I saw this tiny little book called Bending Time. So the author, he prefaces everything by saying that it's not him writing. He is channeling messages from a a team of beings of of light or whatever. I forget what he calls them, like his, his light team or light guides or something like that. And it's essentially they're explaining from their perspective how our systems on Earth work and how everything that exists is because we agreed to it everything is an agreement and they talk about pleasure and food and sex and all of the things that us as humans have created tension and like meaning and how we decide if we are good or bad how how we decide if other people are good or bad like we are obsessed with these things which makes a lot of sense because this is why we're here They're like, we really want you to just like really lean in and like really say yes to the thing that you've already said yes to, which is just to be here, which is just to exist and really be in your body. And like really, if you're eating that ice cream, like really eat the ice cream and enjoy the ice cream and not calculate the calories in your head or like, oh, I need to be on the treadmill for an X amount of time to burn it off. Or like, oh, this is okay because I only ate this for breakfast. It literally like takes all of the, all of the joy, all of the pleasure out of it by not fully experiencing it. So this is where I'm at. This is the corner of the world that I am in these days. What I do with this information, I don't know. <laughs> but I think there's definitely something to this from the, from the point of view that we've been talking about, about, about saying yes. Just one thing I want to say as well, because there's this other guy on Instagram that you sent me, and he's, he also channels, he just like sits on a stage and channels a bunch of stuff and people ask questions and stuff. His whole philosophy or the beings that he is, is channeling is to follow the excitement. And there's something about that sentence and the same thing with, with saying yes, that really resonates with me on in a different way than, you know, people say, oh, just follow your joy, follow your bliss, bliss. Do what makes you happy. All these things that that's like like those concepts to me are such like, okay, but how will I how will I know? I feel like those two concepts to me right now, like following the excitement and saying yes, are very much more tangible and attainable to me at this moment. The way that generators and human designers are supposed to operate, like the way that that we manifest and that we are supposed to proceed in the world is through following excitement. So if something lights you up, if you feel excited to do something, then you should do it. Like, you know, for example, I'm studying Hebrew. I'm in Kabbalah class. I'm very drawn to Tel Aviv. Why? This makes no sense. <laughs> all my trajectory in life and being like, why am I, why am I doing this? Why am I so drawn? Like if I want to, you know, be a, become a, a theater creator, if I want to start a, you know, work in the nonprofit sector, if I want to be a politician, whatever I want to do in my life, why is studying Hebrew? Like the logical answer would be like study Spanish or French or something, but it's <laughs> right. You know, study, study, like just follow your, follow the excitement and trust that it'll lead you to where you're supposed to go. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, also just reminds me of like that concept. We're in the hardest way right now, Julie Cameron, that a great way to keep yourself stuck is to try to create the Oscar winning movie as opposed to right. sitting to write a piece of like sit down mm-hmm. write page of your script. Mm-hmm. That's a way to to feed your artist and say, let's do this one step at a time. The way to keep yourself stuck is trying to do the entire thing in one. Yeah. So I don't know where I'm leading. I'm not, I don't know where I'm being being guided to. But yeah, I think it's sometimes we're 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 not supposed to know the full story most of the time. Anyway. The um uh CEO of Spanx, I forget what her name is, but she's really an inspiring person. And she was talking about how not knowing how something works can actually very much work in your favor. She woke up one day, she was selling fax machines door to door. She was a salesperson. She was selling fax machines door to door. She woke up one day and she was like, I am in the wrong movie. This is not my movie. So she kind of like went on like a, a mission to, to change that. And like all she knew that she wanted to do was she was like, I want to help women. Like, I want, I want to somehow find a way to, to help women. And then one day she was putting on pantyhose or whatever before, like an event. And she had the idea for, for Spanx. She had $5,000 in her savings account. And she had this idea for the product. And she literally just like went, much like with her fax machines, went from door to door to these manufacturing facilities and just like knocked on their door. Hey, guys, so I have this idea. Like, can you can you help me out? And they all like looked at her like she was insane because like, quote unquote, this is not how you do things. And everybody said no, every single person. And then one guy went home to his family. He had he had daughters and he told them what had happened. And the daughters were like, Dad, like, it sounds like this is a really good idea. So he calls her and they became partners. And, and that's how Sphinx was made and like everything. Anyway, I just find it so fascinating. It, it's just like pure grit and just like I just really believe in this product and just really being resourceful and like, what do I got? I got two legs <laughs> that can like take me to places. I have a shitty car. I have $5,000 in my savings account. I'm going to I'm going to make this happen, you know, so if that isn't following the excitement, I don't know what is. And I think it's I think it's easier also to think about it as like saying yes or following the excitement versus believing in yourself or have faith in your abilities, have faith in your talents and your ideas. And it's like, who who has that? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, maybe, maybe men, but <laughs> maybe, maybe a few, many men in the world have that. But, you know, like if I think about all of my women or femme or non-binary friends, like they're all like, you know, like me of like, they they think of something and then like immediately like, start doubting themselves or like they have have great ideas but they're like oh but like i don't know how to do this and i don't know how to do that it's like you actually don't have to know yeah you don't have to know if the idea came to you then it's yours to run with you know i think what's been interesting for me is what it looks like to say yes i'm sort of surprised i didn't expect it to look like this and sometimes it looks like doing things that like they're more internal yeses Mm -hmm. what was the biggest yes for you in the past year, you think? In the past year? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Going back to Israel a year ago. This was a year ago. To, oh my God. I'm like actually getting emotional. <laughs> and I remember that was such a leap of faith. And you actually really encouraged me to go. I remember, oh my God, I'm like getting emotional. I didn't breathe right like a year, a little over a year ago. 
And I met someone who I was very excited to get to know a little bit better. And I decided to romantically, if that was not implied. And I was terrified. I finally knew this person. I'd known him for like three days. And, and I, was, I was traveling 6,000 miles. What if it didn't work out? What if like, you know, and I was, I was committing to being there for a month and I was, and it was an expense and, and, and a commitment. And oh my God, like, what if it didn't work out? I remember being like, what happens if like, you know, after two days, I'm like, I don't actually want to date you. Like, I remember pulling a card or two and, uh, or maybe like 20. And every time I pulled a card, it was always leap of faith or the fool or like, you, you have to do this. Like, there's no, this is like, please take this leap of faith and do it and say yes to this. It was just over and over and over. And thank God I did. I do not. This person is just one of my closest friends now. By the end of the month, we broke up, but like he's still one of my closest friends in the world. And thank God I went back for, you know, the month plus that I was there because it allowed me to fall so deeply in love with the city that means so much to me and and brought me back a second time. And then that second or third time, I guess. And then that third time is bringing back a fourth time in February. So I think it was way bigger than I like, again, like I could only see this person. And that was like, that was like the little bit I could see, but like, who knew that behind that was like, you know, so much more and I needed to be there and he needed to be in my life in order to have that. So that was my biggest, most important yes of the year. What was yours? My biggest yes, it was probably deciding to adopt a dog. I think that was my biggest yes. I think that has been, first of all, the big, the biggest change and the biggest adjustment that I've had to make in my life in a really long time. And it was really, really, really hard in a way that I didn't even expect. Because, you know, in my mind, I was like, oh, I've done I've done hard things. You know, it's not a big deal. I've like I've moved from, you know, I moved myself from Iceland across the ocean to New York. Okay, I did that. I also moved my entire life from New York to Atlanta, sight unseen. You know, I did that. So I I was just kind of convinced, oh, this is going to be the same kind of hard, but it's not the same kind of hard. I think when you invite a living thing into your life or like a, a new soul into your life, no matter what shape or form, like all kinds of sludge and stuff comes up and things were triggered in my in myself that I was like, whoa, like I didn't even know this was there. Yeah. And I think and I remember at the time because <clears throat> I I didn't want to adopt a dog. We fostered a dog, a, a couple of dogs a couple of years ago. It did not go well. So I was really against the idea. But there was something about moving from New York City to Atlanta that just created more space in our lives. And my husband was kind of like, I, th- I think we should do it. Like, I think we could do it. And I wasn't really on board, but he like he was so calm and collected about it because in my head, I had all of these problems. Right. It's like, oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? Or what if, you know, if we have a dog, then it's not going to be as easy for us to like leave the house or travel or like all of the problems, like everything that, you know that's going to bring with it, I saw as a huge, big problem. And he was like, you know, at, at a certain point, he said, at a certain point, you just have to, you just have to say yes to life. Mm-hmm. Like you have to decide that you're going to partake in life. He knows me so well, because in my weird ass brain, <laughs> I'm like, challenge accepted. <laughs> literally, that's literally what happened. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to train my brain. So I bought this little bowl, like a doggy bowl, and I put it on the floor in my apartment. So every day I would walk past it and I started to get more and more excited. And then, of course, we found the we found the 
perfect dog, the the unicorn dog. Like I could, we can't even believe it, and we're obsessed with the dog. But it was as much of a of a joy and goodness that I'm getting to experience now. The first few months were really, really rough. They were really rough, and in a way that I didn't expect. You know, because I don't, I don't want to have children. I've never wanted to have children in my life, so I didn't expect that with having a dog, certain mother wounds would appear. And I was so like, I was so overwhelmed. I felt like I was doing everything wrong. And like, I was really trying to have to be the perfect dog mom and have the dog be the perfect dog. And I was just like, I just feel I'm worried constantly. Like I'm worried all the time and I'm guilty all the time. And my mom goes, well, welcome to motherhood. I'm like, Huh. You're like, yeah, that's what it is. You're worried all the time and you're guilty all the time and you feel like you're doing everything wrong. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I guess I'm having kind of uh, a, a part of that experience of motherhood I am experiencing through through this dog. And it, and it had nothing to do with the dog, the fact that I was overwhelmed. You know what I mean? I was just like, it was, it was just me. And the minute I stopped trying to make everything perfect, like the minute I just relaxed, it became so much better. But that was 100% my biggest yes of the year. And it has changed my life and who I am. I would say in, in very profound ways that I don't even think are necessarily visible yet, if that makes sense, like in my, in my being. Well, that was quite the learning experience. What's interesting is both of those things are connection and commitment, I heard, in both what mm-hmm. I said. Both were like being vulnerable and connecting to another soul. And then, and being vulnerable with yourself too and doing something that scares you. But as you said, like you've done hard things before, right? And like, I've done hard things, you know what I mean? And it's like, I've, I've freaking, and it's like both of the things you you mentioned were like the moving, like mm-hmm. moving across the, the world and then, you know, across the country. And then like me thinking of things I've done were like work related of like, I just, I put this whole thing on my back and I climbed the mountain. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like both of the things we, were, we, we, we feel like we've done hard things are like internal like like muscling through yeah. things, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. As opposed to sort of the 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 opposite of that, which is being vulnerable and like leaning into the softness and leaning into the internal and being like, okay, I'm 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 this is gonna suck. This is gonna be hard. This is gonna be emotional and like and I'm embracing it. I'm gonna do it anyway. Um and then committing to it and being mm-hmm. like when it got hard, not, you know, maybe giving the dog up not coming back home like you know we broke up and I was like I'm staying and I'm staying here you know mm-hmm. what I mean I'm gonna finish out I could I could I had a flight that I could change but I was like no I'm gonna stick it out I committed to be here for like you know five six weeks or whatever it was and thank god I I did stick it out because I got so much out of the last like three weeks when we were dating like that yeah. was like the you know what I mean like it's like the commitment and the, and then I mean that's when he became my best friend was in those three weeks one of my best friends no not no competition <laughs> <laughs> wow, it, it didn't even occur to me. I am so <laughs> secure in this relationship. I'm like, no one is going to dethrone me. No, but what? it's so true. Like, I remember I was like sobbing, sobbing and just physically like convulsing, crying because I was just like, I can't do this. I've made a horrible mistake. Like, and and I, I want to give him back. Like that did that did happen more than once during the first few months. And yet Dean was so patient. God bless this man. I married really well. He didn't judge me at all for feeling the way that I felt. He he didn't wasn't upset with me. He even asked at one point when I was having 
these big feelings. He asked, do you want to give him back? Not from a place of like, is, is that what you want? But like from from like a genuine like, listen, like we we can. Like this is not a blood agreement. Like if this is not working, then it's not working. So the fact that he said that or like the fact that that option was open was actually helpful. Yeah. You know, you know, like I'm actually not trapped. Like this is actually my choice, you know. And then, you know, so funny because I would say in the same breath, I would say this is the biggest mistake I've ever made. And I would die for this dog. Like I would sacrifice my life for this dog. And that is that I think is the biggest thing that has changed for me is that I don't think I've ever felt that in my life. So that's been that's been the biggest. Yes. You ready for the next question? Ready. Okay. So what was a yes for you in this past week or like the most recent one that you could think of? We can also do it that way. I've been saying yes a lot. It's been it's an interesting kind of going to, well, we're going to see if I answer the question. <laughs> okay, great. There's an Obama thing. I think I told you this before where he was like, he changed his in, his in his most recent book and he was saying he was answering the questions when prompted on stage, like in interviews. And he was like, he was answering them fully perfectly oh my gosh there were great answers and he wasn't doing well in the polls he was like i don't know why like i'm losing all of these these debates i'm not doing well in the polls like what's going on and somebody on the campaign trail might have been hillary actually somebody said to him you know you're not actually supposed to answer the question like they're asking you the question to allow you to open up and answer whatever you and say whatever you want to say right but like you have to like stay on the topic but you don't have to answer the question perfectly and and then he started and he shifted that and suddenly like everything shifted. He started winning debates, he started like he was up in the polls because he was able to communicate what he actually had to say mm-hmm. as opposed to answering correctly and getting the answer right. Yeah. Uh, beautiful. Anyway, I'm going to do that instead. <laughs> Great. Saying yes in the last couple of weeks or so of doing this has been saying yes to myself, putting myself outside my comfort zone for sure, which is like, you know, why most people do this. Like, you know, I have a friend who was like, hey, I have a ticket to a concert, an actual ticket to a concert tonight. Um, I did not know the band. I hadn't seen this person in years. But I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then like we got three hours to catch up because the band didn't start till like an hour and a half later. But I had the most wonderful time. I was like, I'm so glad I did this. Yeah, and I was like, and I got like this deeper friendship that like I haven't, I haven't had this friendship for a while, but I do love him very much. He's a good friend. So things like that. And then I also realized that every time I say yes, I'm also saying no to something like you're you're mm-hmm. both, both a year of yes and a year of no, which sort of blew my mind. I didn't realize that until I was doing it. I had a friend the other day who invited me to go do something. And I said, no. And I was like, am I allowed to say no? Because mm-hmm. I didn't have other plans, but I was like, I just don't. That's not what I want to do. For me, as this Pisces who's not 100% sure, I'm, I'm very indecisive. As you know, I tend to struggle with like, I can kind of go either way. You know, it's like a 50-50 for me, but it's not actually 50-50. It's usually like 60-40 at least. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing is I'm making a judgment based on my excitement. I'm making a judgment based on like, I can go out to this like happy hour thing tonight or I can stay in and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And like my excitement level was like, even just now thinking about it, like 60% movie, 40% go out. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm saying it's a movie. So I had to say, yeah, I say no to the going out, even though... Technically, I said no. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Putting going out to the concert or going to the ballet with a friend, I also had to say no to something else. I had to say no to staying in and resting and whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I've learned about. Thanks. So every yes comes with a no and every no comes with a yes. It's just a matter of perspective and like how you how you look at it, I guess. 
I think I think the awareness probably is is super important because there are people that are just that just say no, 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 you know, just like say no all the time. And I I remember like periods of time in my life where I said no to everything because I was just such an anxiety bunny. Like any any kind of social invitation, I would just like like tense up and just be like, no, no, I I can't, no, no. And I also think there was a period of time where I was just so completely burned out that there was no space to say yes. There was no space to other for other things. Maybe what I want to talk about. Okay, so there's two things that have been very important that happened in my life in the past couple of weeks. And they have to do with going back to what we were talking about at the beginning. They have to do with this physical reality. So I am now debt free. As of today. Yeah. Thank you. As of a, a couple of weeks ago. And it was my goal. My goal was I had a plan to be debt free by the end of 2023. So I'm three months early, which is which is amazing. And and that is so. So that's sort of like what I'm experiencing right now is that freedom or like that thing, that little baggage like that, whatever, <laughs> you know, when you're out and you're like, wait, I don't have everything. You know, yeah. like I don't have everything that I, you know, that I normally have with me, like I'm forgetting something. That's sort of like what is currently happening to me. It's like I feel like, wait, this isn't here anymore. So it's kind of like it's a, it's a little eerie, like it's a little unsettling and mm-hmm. incredible and freeing at the same time. But I'm also experiencing this little like, OK, so what do I do now? <laughs> like what 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 is this now? This is actually one of the other big yeses that I made in the last year was to really take charge of my finances and get on top of it and learn more about it and just like become more knowledgeable. And because of all of this knowledge, because of what I said yes to last year, I was able to, with the big sum of money that I just got a couple of weeks ago, I was able to funnel it into the places that I want it versus something like a couple of years ago, I would become completely overwhelmed. I would not have known what to do with the money. And honestly, I probably would have spent it. I either would have spent it or just like had it sit in the checking account where I could like keep an eye on it and making sure it's not going anywhere. But because of something that I said yes to many, many months ago, I was able to confidently put it in the right places. And now I'm debt free, which is just an incredible feeling. And I think it's actually something and I think I'm saying this out loud and I think I'm choosing to talk about this because I have to continue to say yes to that. Because like my all of my sort of like financial stuff and like money wounds, like it's it's been so it has has had such a strong hold on me for most of my life. And again, going back to what you where you said at the beginning about like the decisions you're making now, not have them not not letting myself base my decisions in the present on what happened in the past. You know, like that is that is an old story. That is an old book. That, that is now closed, you know, like we're in a new, we're in a new book, we're in a new movie, <laughs> you know? So it's like, so I really, I can, I can just feel that I need to keep myself in check because it's such like, because it would just, it just ran so deep and it took a lot to kind of like break through it. So I might need to just like remind myself that the work isn't quite done yet. We have to continue to say yes to, to this. And the other thing is that Dean and I both got a, got a personal trainer that we meet once a week. And it is a really, really important yes to me because it's not cheap, you know, and it's like really saying yes to my physical body because I've also like really rejected my body ever since the pandemic started. Like I gained so much weight. So I've been saying no to buying new clothes, to 
honestly, sometimes going out because I just don't feel good about my body, saying no to intimacy because I don't feel, you know, like, oh, no, like I want to I want to lose 10 pounds before you touch me, you know, (laughs) you know, like there is stuff like that. And that was that was a really scary. Yes, but but a very important one. Okay, last thing. Last question. What do you want to say? Yes, to this week. Oh, that's so funny. Rest just came up. I'm PMSing. Yeah, I think my my teacher, my my gym, I was in that class the other day and she said something about rest. What was the word she used? That was like active rest was what she said. I was in this, it was not Pilates. It was like Pilates, but like car- cardio and like it was a hard, it was a, it was a fake Pilates. Yeah, so it's hard. a rest or not rest. Like it's not active oh. rest. <laughs> And this is your active rest. I was like, man, this is not rest. I am playing. So we'd be playing. I'd be like, I'm sending child's photos for a minute and I'll come back and when I'm good and ready. But I think also like, you know, for me is, it's funny, you said earlier something about like, you know, you couldn't have said yes years ago because you were burnt out. You were anxious. 100% me for both of those things as well. And I said this to you the other day where I was like, I feel like I needed to say no for many, many years in order to now be at the point where I can say yes to mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I needed, I needed like five years of no. My nervous system, the people pleasing, the my worth, having to prove my worth all the time. Having, so it was a lot of things that like caused me to be burnt out, caused me to be very socially anxious. And now that I've processed all of that and I'm on the other side of both of those huge things, I needed to say no for all of those years to process that to like get back to, to like establish some boundaries, to get clear about who I am and my, you know, where I begin and someone else ends and, and my sense of worth that I have is that I have worth internally. I don't have to prove my worth. All of these things, I had to say no for many, many years in order to like regain a sense of self. And now that I'm on the other side, I'm able to say yes to things. So I think actually it's just as valuable. I really do think it's just as valuable to say, again, this you're saying no to something. I'm going to be in Florida with my family for this is my parents' house Thursday through playback Sunday. So I'll be there for like three days, really because my little sister, who I see like once a year, I saw her at her wedding last. I don't get to see her often. So she's going down and, and she like, you know, had made these plans already with my parents. And I was like, well, I don't, I, I could go down there and just work remotely for a couple of days and, you know, have Saturday with them. With them. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. So that's, so that's really, I think it's just going to be a lot of saying yes to rest this week. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, of course, synced up. No surprise there. I am heading into my PMS week now. So I think, so I think, you know what? What's weird? I'm now looking outside of my window and I'm looking at the sun. So I think I need to say yes to, you know, because I don't know, sometimes for me, rest, especially when I'm PMSing means being on the couch or being in bed and like being horizontal. And sometimes that is what it is. But I think this week and this time around, Saying yes to rest as in being outdoors, like being out in nature. Active rest. rest. <laughs> you know, I think for me, it's just going to be more active rest, you know? No, it's just like if I want to be horizontal, I can be horizontal in, in nature or where, where there's sunlight, you know? LOL. Uh, so that's, I think that's what is going to be my yes. Like, so if, if there are opportunities to be outside, outdoors, in the sun, especially because, you know, we're heading into winter and there's going to be less sun. So let's get some vitamin D while we can. These are the most 
boring yeses we could have possibly given. I know, right? I feel like everything else that we've talked about has been so exciting and so like thrilling. And then like this week, we're just going to be like, oh, my yes is just going to be really small. It's like where we're at right now. And that's, yeah, and that's process. Yeah. That's and then, of course, you know, like things might come up that we don't know what is, yeah. you know, that we might say yes to. And we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Me too. That concludes the first episode of The Weekly Yes. We encourage you to follow the excitement this week and to follow us on Instagram. You'll find us under at The Weekly Yes. And if you feel inspired to share with us what you said yes to this week, you can email us at theweeklyyes at gmail.com. And who knows, your story might be featured in an upcoming episode. You will find all of this information in the show notes. Keep saying yes and see you next week.